every five seconds. Go ahead and have a tip. Well, there's your uh, chance, ASMR, getting that out of the way early. He loves that phone. He's been working on it for like two months now. I think I've done that like probably every episode at Drew's house. Yeah. This dog doesn't really understand how to chew on bones or to like finish a bone. He's working on it. He, he is tries. This is a tough bone. He has been working on this one. Oh, he just got a big piece off. Good job, Chance. But now there's still marrow in it, so he's trying real hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's just like some fake peanut butter flavoring or bacon flavoring or on whatever. the inside. He'll chew for a little bit, get frustrated, and then just like try and stick his tongue as far down <laughs> as he can. Yeah, that'll happen sometimes. He's going hard at it, right? A bunch of pieces. Yep. Chew. Yep. Yep. Mm, That's tasty. crazy. Well, welcome back to the boys at Jared's place. Reporting that you're not live from Drew's house. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. What are we February 29th. February 29th. It's the free day of the year. We get an extra day. What? We get an extra day this year. Do leap we? day. Is today a leap day? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Dang, man. Shout out to all the babies that are being born today. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Freaking Only four years old, freaking loser. <laughs> That's so silly. Yeah. How can you drive? Yeah, tons of good jokes on that one. But Leap Day, that's pretty cool. Yep. Do you have a special calendar you keep up with? or No, I mean, I just looked at my watch and it said 29 and it's February. Usually it ends at 28, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Check that, check that, check <laughs> that. Well, let's check that. <laughs> I guess that makes sense if that's the point of a leap day, right? Yeah. So. Uh, yep, it is. Also election year, I guess. That's the way to track it. Oh, that is a good way to track it. Mm -hmm. Do you think the government did that on purpose? <laughs> <laughs> the government gave us this extra day. Well, during election yeah. years, it's part of the conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. What a blessing. <laughs> yep. Easy to track. So, yeah, probably they did it. Yeah. Smart. Good on them. But it's not related to the groundhog, which huh? tells you if. Who's going to win? No, Groundhog Day, which tells you if you're going to have like a short or long or an early spring. What does the groundhog tell you? It, it's going to have, if you're going to have spring early mm -hmm. or late, the groundhog comes out. And then he stays out. That means it's early spring, I think. Something about seeing his shadow, Will. Not just comes out, stays out. Oh, it is something <laughs> about seeing his shadow. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally not true, though. <laughs> <laughs> Prove it wrong. If you want to know if the spring's going to be short or long, just look at the farmer's almanac. It'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Ryan Hall from Ryan Hall Y'all's YouTube channel will tell you. Who? It's just some YouTuber that does weather updates. Mm. It's pretty good. I think it's interesting. It's it's more of a general weather patterns over the U.S. with yeah. like focused on things that might be happening, ignoring things, or just like, oh, that's nice weather there. Mm -hmm. But just YouTuber that's really passionate about weather. He's got a lot of screens up. Yeah. 
Speaking of YouTubers that really passionate about weather, let me give you my shitty weather report for the weekend. Just get yeah. it out of the way. Let's hear it. Tomorrow, Friday, 80% chance of rain, 0.65 inches expected. It's going to rain from about 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., something like that. Saturday, cloudy all day, no rain expected, high 63, low 46. Sunday, cloudy with some partly cloudies in there, high of 70, low of 48. So overall, pretty nice weekend. Get the rain out of the way on Friday, and then, you know, Sunday should be beautiful. Yeah. And then moving into another kind of rainy week next week. So, yep. But it does look also similar-ish for TTC. Yep. This is just about the same for TTC. The high chance of rain tomorrow. Yep. Sunny rain all Saturday day. and Sunday. Yeah, going to rain all day tomorrow and then be decent for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I have like 70 on Sunday maybe. There he goes. He's going away with his bone. He off. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yep. So weather this week, though, started off pretty good. Well, we had a nice weekend, too. You rode, I didn't see until Sunday. You rode Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You rode a lot this weekend. I was trashed by, uh, Drew, yeah. Drew can tell you, I was, Yeah. I got like 45 something laps in this weekend stacking laps just stacking up the laps it was, i can tell you it was nice friday it was nice saturday and it was definitely a nice day sunday mm-hmm. it was a beautiful weekend sunday especially rode all day saturday doing a little bit of tire testing and half day on friday riding half day working and rode a, a good bit like you know 10 to 4 on sunday and then went over to alatoona i think the pump track went to check out the pump track and that really did me in a bunch of laps on the pump track yeah chooched i mean it's we haven't ridden our pump track as much recently but it was like that when we first cut the pump track in like we were riding that a lot you'd finish you're like damn all right i'm worn out the cool thing about that velo solutions pump track is you're like you do a lap or two and you're like trashed like ours like you like you're super tired, but that Velo Solutions is like actually really fun. So you like want to ride it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, do Got better. Em. Yeah, need yeah. to do better. And it it is cool to actually get to see and ride one of those pump mm-hmm. tracks and see how they do it. I want to go check. A lot it out. different. Like it is huge. Mm-hmm. It, for a tiny little pump track, like the berms are enormous. Yeah, rollers are big. Steep. Yeah, steep Whoa. berms. It's sick. Went out there Sunday, like end of the day, expected it not be that busy. Maybe like 30 BMX kids all out there. Yeah. Just trying to like snipe in a line in between like the train of people, like just Mm -hmm. trying to get in there. One of my laps is BMX kid right in front of me, just washed out his front in the berm and just smacked his face so hard. Pretty brutal. Dang. But he got out of the yeah. way and I kept going. So there were cool. some wipeouts for sure out there. Yeah. There would be some crashes on that. And it's not an easy crash when you crash on that because you go fast mm-hmm. and that ground is hard. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, I, yeah, I've wrecked on ours, slid out, and it's still, I mean, even dirt, dirt slides a little bit better, I feel like. Yep. A lot better. Um, but it still hurts. 
Mm-hmm. But that is like pump tracks. Like you're pushing it. And you're always on like a smaller little bike. And then you're like, Wah! And like yep. twitchy little geometry, which is fun as heck until you get it twisted up on you. And then you're like, whoa, what happened? That Velo Solutions, though, you can get going really fast, yeah. really easily. I bet. Bigger rollers with a good turn and like. And get worn out before you realize it going fast into a corner. And then you're like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. But super one, fun. One in Knox, not, I don't think it's Velo Solutions, but the pump track in Knoxville is fun. And you wear yourself out on that. I don't think it has like as good as flow as like a Velo Solutions in terms of like the main line. But it is. It's like enough where you're just like if you're working it. Get... The one, at, the new one at Alatuna and the Knoxville one are kind of like complete opposites. Like the one Alatuna is like small, yeah, one main line. Like yeah, if there wasn't a bunch of people out there, there's some like little transfers and stuff you could do. The one in Knoxville is like a million lines. Yeah. It's like. It's really hard to not get lost in. Too much sometimes? It's like too much. It yeah. is. That's especially like as being newer to pump tracks. Like that, their main line was obvious. Like I don't know. And it's like so big that you get around one lap and you're like completely tired. And then you try and go in for a second and you're like yeah. just lost again. Where the Velo Solutions is like a nice kind of like yeah. short, efficient use of it. Mm-hmm. Get a couple laps in, like be figuring it out mm-hmm. and then like take a little break and then you're back in and you've got it figured out. Mm-hmm. Drew, you got out there and rode it this weekend twice? Uh, uh, it was once it, last weekend. Yep. Yep. The previous weekend and then this last weekend. Um, got to ride it with Jordan and JT and I was on a hard tail. And that was pretty fun with that, even with the overly aggressive wheels. Yeah. But uh, it was fun. I th- I saw Josh camp out there, and it sounds like there could be... It's been set up so that they could expand it if they wanted to in the future. So it'll be cool yeah. to see what comes of it. But it's really exciting. Yeah. It was crowded every time we were there. Yeah. It's going to be for a minute. It's going to be super crowded, hopefully for a long time. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. MTB Atlanta is doing great mm-hmm. things over there. Doing a lot of work besides the pump track, too. Mm-hmm. They got a bunch of little, just small little, like, flow lines going in that section of the yeah. park. I think they man. it's still under MTB Atlanta's management. We need yep. to have Josh Camp on, but the Noonan one, I think Noonan is still part of MTB Atlanta, which is south of Atlanta. They have a pump track that they did down there, and it's it like a full-on pump. I don't know if it's Velo. I don't think it was Velo Solutions, but it's like... Oh, you're talking about that uh, concrete one, not yeah. asphalt. Yeah, it's not asphalt, but that's that's the other one they did. Re- they did that like last year or a year and a half ago? I think that was a city-done thing because it's part of a skate park. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I've been out and rode that one. That one's but like they are posting about it a lot and everything like that. Yeah, they they might have some mountain bike trails out of that area that MTB Atlanta runs. Yeah, that yeah. one's different too. It's that one's like very cookie cutter. Like Velo Solutions seems like it's done by riders. That one seems like it's done by contractors, right? Like mm-hmm. everything's exactly the same. Like that one is like concrete. All the berms, all the rollers, same exact spacing, same exact radius, like everything's the same. The Velo Solutions like flows a little bit better. It seems like the people that designed it 
had writing in mind rather yeah. than just like got the numbers like okay copy paste copy paste copy yeah paste. they're like a little bit more creativity based off of their writing of pump tracks over a lot of time yeah would be and they have a more engineered solution yeah once they do find that flow they don't i mean they definitely use the numbers mm -hmm. like it's it's very consistent mm -hmm. but like the roller spacing is not all the same the roller sizing is not all the same mm -hmm. like swipe like and it flows great like that little tweaks and stuff like that yep yeah that's how that's why we designed ours with our different shaped rollers and stuff <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Evenly spaced, tried to do the same radius. Yeah. No, it's cool though. I'm pumped for that. Mm hmm Definitely be back out there. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I wanna ride it. Either like I I meant to hit up Kyle. I was just ended up I was like, Yeah, I can't ride. Um like yeah, you have your dirt jumper or someone has their dirt jumper. Yeah. It'd be a lot more fun out there. It pump tracks are like dirt jumpers nice to have. Yeah. Very nice to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can get around it fine on a mountain bike, but it just doesn't work the same. It's that much more exhausting? That much more exhausting and a lot slower. Yeah. But fun. What else from the weekend? What did y'all do? You worked down with Hayden. Mm -hmm. Dialed dirt. Got yeah. Some. A little backyard project. Yep. Blair built a bridge on his own. I don't know how that got approved. But. Oh. <laughs> it's, it got approved because you don't need approvals. Uh, yeah. No, it's backyard trails, built a bridge for Hayden. It turned out pretty good overall, I'd say. Um, he's, it's weird driving through. It's like it was close to Roswell. People... Like just driving through the neighborhood, and then you pull up, and there's Hayden's van. You're like, well, you know where the project is because you can. Yeah, <laughs> you can spot Hayden's van out there easily. If he's got the van, you're like, oh yeah, there it is, cool, yeah. But like, just people have backyards, and then you got like another acre back behind that backyard that's fenced in, and it's in a neighborhood still. Yep. But um, this is one of those projects. It was fun, cool. interesting dirt. A lot of like shelfy rock pulled up, yeah. Um, which is like a lot takes up a lot of space in the dirt, so you end up with not that much dirt when you're trying to get some of the big chunks of rocks. So you have to kind of like leave it and make sure it just packs in right, which is like horizontal with dirt on top of it and stuff. Just trying to pay attention to little things like that. A lot of roots. <laughs> he had a couple mm -hmm. guys come out two different days like one guy come out another day and help i was like oh you get to do all the little stuff here's some loppers <laughs> yeah get on after it um and then his buddy cheese was out on uh saturday his yeah. buddy cheese yeah his name is cheese uh, yeah wow oh. what kind uh just cheese man <laughs> cheese man yeah. <laughs> uh he's a river rafting guide friend um Probably Gouda then. It seems like a Gouda activity. Was he a tall, lanky dude? Not super tall and lanky. I don't really? know. Not really. No, he was cool. But uh, he came out Saturday. Nice. And that helped. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday, race league. Yeah. Which you were there for. Part of talking about Sunday. We had a big race league. Mm -hmm. 56, 55, 56 people signed up for the race. 
It's still line. like a full truck going while the race was going. Mm-hmm. We stayed stacked up. Moved it pretty fast. It was good. People kind of kept their order. We had a couple people go in groups and stuff like that. But like, <laughs> but big weekend big weekends yeah Chris what was the race course again it was double wide to senior double wide to senior yeah the That's easiest course one. easiest course we've done hardest race we've done it was absolutely brutal yeah. everyone was huffing and puffing by the it was like that's a sprint and scrub the entire way leg pumper for sure absolutely brutal good work out there buddy not the way double wide is supposed to be ridden or senior is supposed to be ridden at all. Like you just lose any like sense of flow. Yeah. Like, Cause you just go as fast as possible and like try and squash everything. Yeah. And then like mess up once and you're like, Oh, 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 oh there's yep. a flat bottom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I like that. We had so many racers and a lot of people started coming back up the trail and like, shouting and cheering because i could hear that from the top yeah, and we had everything. a little, good little heckle squad at the whoops yeah so i love to see that that's always that makes it fun that's always a hot spot for it of course love people love to see that posted a reel up of all the the riders i caught at the whoops it was that, cool to watch mm-hmm. i saw tyler actually some really good performances through the whoops yeah. like everyone was looking great didn't mm-hmm. see any crashes i will say though on the exit of the whoops Probably about 50% of the riders I saw didn't use the berm at all. They just like went to the inside of the berm and just like corner on the flat ground. So I think I'm going to put like a big old nasty rock garden on the inside to force you into the berm. <laughs> Spicy. Old habits die hard. Like there wasn't, there's people get so used to it's just like whoops, no berm. <laughs> just point left a little bit and then like rail the berm. I used a berm even when I go really slow. I'm like, I'm still going to use it. No. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there are people that are just riding slow through there and actually use the inside. <laughs> so it would be <laughs> yeah. not fair to those riders. To- or just extend the whoops on the in- on the inside so you just have even more whoops. <laughs> Into the flat bottom. The reason I don't like people riding on the inside is because where they're pointed is straight down the shuttle road. Right? Yeah. Like, and then you have to turn across the road, which is what we were trying to avoid. Yeah. That was I like kind that. Kind of the point of like moving the trail over and creating a bigger berm is so that you weren't pointed straight down the shuttle road and have the temptation of just like, Oh, I'm just going to go down the shuttle road to senior. Like, yeah. don't do that. Um, well, I guess then, yeah, I'm not going to, we're not putting a rock garden. I like the, I like a lot of extending on half the That's side, extending the whoops though. though through the flat bottom. Their drainage it helps manage the water flow into the drain better. So extend those whoops <laughs> on the bottom side and leave the top side by, and going into the t- berm. Honestly, yeah. it's probably good that people are riding the like that low side because they're packing in where all their water goes, so mm-hmm. it doesn't get all eroded. Mm-hmm. So appreciate good. that. Yeah. They're riding on every inch of the trail, yep. so yes, they are. love to see that. They always do. They, it's you. You really have to pay attention because you'll be doing something. You're like they'll never, they'll no, never no, they'll ride, ride right there. there. They'll like, never ride right there. Like, no, they will. Yeah, they will. If you think they're not going to ride right there, they absolutely will. That's like the main line. <laughs> Chance. Yeah. 
We figured it Why out. Why you a weirdo? Just pull a pair of my boxers out. <laughs> just uh, it's time to change your undies, Dad. <laughs> Here, I got these for you. Why? Why you? He wants his attention. Yeah. Okay. But people, so, good race, Luke. Yeah. Uh, you posted the season standings. Um, Josh, yeah, I gave them to Josh. I mean, yeah, they're on the Josh on the main account. Were they a, a story or a I post? Think it was a story. Yeah. How do you feel about that? You've been jumping between classes, Will. You've kind of messed up in that point. The point standings. I think I'll race e-bike at the next one because if I race regular and perform on par, then I'll take the the third place away from. I think Alfonso. Really? Yeah. So I'll just go back over to e-bike. Yeah. But do you have results for this weekend? Can um, you pull them up. Yeah, I can pull them up if you have. I guess. Can you also secure e-bike class? I'm already I'm winning e-bike class in second and open with two races in each. Yeah. So. Or maybe third and open, I don't know. But the e-bike class turnout hasn't been huge at all of the races. Some of them have just been me. So, mm-hmm. so you should see. get first, second, and third points. Jeez. Solo podium. So big one. So we'll do like top five, something like that. 18 and under. Uh, first place, Archer Twigs. Second place, Bryson Gladden. Third place, Mason Mims. Fourth place, Evan Pursley. Fifth place, Lawson Barber. Uh, and the, I mean, we're, I don't know. I don't think we'll post the times on this, but go back up a little bit. The times on this course were stacked. It was less than a second in the top three and 18 and under. Mm-hmm. They were, really were. Like, just Archer's stacked. fast too. Archer is Aiden's friend. Yeah. And Archer's been like pretty much kind of by himself and actually had some competition yeah. this week, which is cool. It was a much, we had a couple of people. I was like, yeah, it's like 18 and under instead of amateur. Like, if he's under 18, that's, but they'd been a smaller class. So it was pretty fast. And it was like eight seconds in the top five. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, amateur class. First place was Jairo Mora. Second place, Philip Ivankovic. Third place, Chase Souter. Fourth place, Mike Anthony. He's a regular. Uh, fifth place, Perlo Rangel. I think he was a part of the whole group um, that did like a group run and everything like that. Um, and Mike Anthony, he's been out. He didn't ever, He hasn't really raced any of our stuff. He's always come out on like days and stuff, but he finally raced, so top five for him is pretty good. Nice. E-bike. Um, John. John Mike finally got himself a first place. Second place was Salvador Luviano. Third place is Armin Pascal. Fourth place is Gibson McGregor. And fifth place is Yetri Gordonez. Only had five in the e-bike class, but it's been bigger than the other one. They had some good times in there, too. Oh, uh, and then open. You and Aiden tied for first. So you know what's funny about this is we tied for first, but I get a point less in the overall because of my last name. Uh, I should have changed it. I think it's updated. If not, I'll fix it. You should both get the no, same I'm not, point. I'm not pressed about it, but I bet y'all should get the same points. I thought I fixed that because <laughs> I did look at that when I first put it. But yeah. this is just the original post or no, original. And it goes. Our timing goes down to hundredths now. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, pretty close. The thumbs were on time on that one. It and it y'all have been super close a lot. Yeah, and it's one of those courses where, like, yeah, it's, it's you're both probably beat at the end. And you might be slightly. It was just all effort. You might be slightly faster overall as a rider, quote unquote, because you know the trail. But, but his he, fitness is better. But he's than got mine. better fitness, so yeah. like it's something where I was like. And we were practicing together, like showing each other our own lines and everything. So it was so, it was very fair. It's one yeah. of those ones where I'm like, that, that's. It. I was I was surprised. I thought I would have been like fourth overall. Mm-hmm. In the in that race, and Aiden would have gotten first, and then you called both of our names. I was like, "What?" And it is one of those ones where it's like, "How could you have gotten it that close?" This even with random like timing of yeah, the thumb presses thumb and timing, stuff like yeah. that. So, like cause, but yeah. So let's see. Open was Aiden and Will tied. Seth came in at second, and then Seth Bert, Stevens. Seth Stevens came in at second. It's great to see him out. Yeah. Um, he was he he was riding his downhill bike. He had a rip through the whoops. His looked pretty fast yeah. on the video, mm-hmm. um, but wasn't the fastest. In what video? The reels that you put. He wasn't in there. Pretty positive he was. Are you sure? He was like fifth rider or something, and I only got I like the was, second I half. I saw somebody on a downhill bike, and I thought it was him. No. Um, it, he probably similar. did go really fast through the whoops, so but yeah, he definitely wasn't in the video. Sorry. Um, Albert, Sperto, Carol about <laughs> Albert, Albert wasn't Alberto. And I was like, well, Berto, I always have it in there. Is that, Albert. um, Bert, Albert, uh, third place, Tyler fourth, um, Kyle fifth, Jack six. Good result for Jack. Mm-hmm. Jack had a really good time this week. Yeah. Good for him. In a stacked field. He's trying to get your Oreo. I'm saving it for later. Well, let me get you one. Give me that one. Take that one. Yeah. Then. Yep. And then Alfonso's right behind Jack. Alfonso, I think, is uh, taking care of a tender elbow that past weekend. Like yep. <laughs> Jared's place race league only matters so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are good results for everyone. It was a fun, fun race. Yeah. So we haven't given you any update or like any insight onto what the course has been so far this season because the course gets posted um, the day that we post our podcast. Right? Sorry. Mm-hmm. I finished my um, Oreo. But women's class, we had two. <sighs> Hallie Brent's first place and Rachel um, with Queen K. Witz was in second. Say that again. <laughs> Don't we wick wits? It's right. Yep, that's a hard one. Yeah, so yeah, I apologize. You butcher them sometimes. With with tick wits, with tick wits. When she said it, it sounded so easy. I was like, yeah, yeah, spell that out that's, for me. That makes sense. That but makes then, like, sense. <laughs> I had to say it later. I was like, what'd she say? How would she say it? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, Oops. it's okay. It's okay. But that's a great race day. Thanks, everyone. I said it then. I'll say it now. Thanks, everyone. It was a great one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'd love to see it. So the next one is the last one. Mm-hmm. Next one's the last one. Not this weekend, but the next. Yeah, it's the last one of this winter race series. And that should be on 
what the third is the TTC race, which means the tenth should yep. be our last race. It will be our last race of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you miss point standings on the Jared's place, there's still some room in the top three for payout and yeah. open this season. And there is a payout. There's cash as payout. A reminder. 300 for first, 200 for second, 100 for third. Aiden's got first locked in. Yeah. Like, even even if he doesn't show up, he's still winning. Yeah. He's, His gap's pretty big. He's got, like, 20-point gap. Yeah. Just because he's been at everyone and mm-hmm. second or first in everyone. So. Mm-hmm. so nine or ten points helps a lot. Yep. Um, but next course, talking with Josh, Josh said if we have lower double wide open and the weather's good, he'd like to run that, which is weather dependent, but the trail mm-hmm. should be ready to go or will be ready to go. It's just we have good weather that weekend. So. so then full, full double wide at that point? So or? full double wide. Yeah. I'm going to gun for pre-roll or one in the chamber into upper backwoods and then jump into double wide at middle double wide, which is a section we haven't raced yet, mm-hmm. that middle double wide, and then the new lower double wide. Get a full pull in for that last race. Make them work for it. That's I'm gonna a race spicy. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna race e-bike, he says. <laughs> that's that is, a big pull though. That is a spicy and one. we've already talked about it multiple times. That's what we've been working on this week as well. But that whole new section, the new lower third, it adds some length to Oh that. yeah. Mm-hmm. It adds some work it's to It's gonna that. be a workout. Mm-hmm. It adds to that. So that top to bottom with that as the bottom is work. Yep. So that's that's my prediction. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of a, a giveaway. Hopefully, a giveaway for the next race because we haven't been able to provide that yet this season. So. Yeah, and it is a great way to get tires on it. Mm-hmm. Tires on all of yes, this. Yes, So everyone, cross your fingers and toes for great weather. Tony Flo Rowdy's been doing his part to put the tires down. He loves double wide. I have Tony's been like off the bike for a while and like double wide's open. He's like, I'm all in there. MDW. That's what he calls it. Yep. That's his favorite. What middle is, double wide. Middle double wide, yeah. He just rips it to the senior exit and then pedals back up and does it again. Yep. He just loves those berms. They are good. Um is that root? That root that's sticking out in the blue groove still there? It's been uh, kicked down a good bit. You're talking okay. about like right after the uh, road crossing? Yeah. It's like pretty much non-existent now. It's gotten <laughs> kind of taken out by tires. That's hilarious. I remember hitting that one so many times. Yep. <laughs> but not a big deal. We worked those out. Yeah. yeah <laughs> she's non-existent now. Yeah. So. That's good. Well, I think that brings us into this week's trail updates. Yeah, I guess if we're racing lower double wide, that means we're making progress on that, huh? That's yeah. just an insider maybe secret. Not 100%. There's a set in stone that that's what we're doing. It will be set in stone if the weather is good. Mm. I want the weather to be good then. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> be a great way to get tires on that lower section. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get tires just fine without that. But mm -hmm. then trail updates and big deck update. That's part of trail updates. Yeah. So you heard it last week, and you probably saw it in our Instagram post, but we finally got to the big wood feature at the bottom. Yeah. So a big chill roll that you could possibly drop if you would like. But it's just a super chill roll. Intended as a drop, but completely rollable. Yeah. yeah. So be sure to check it out. There's a landing area above it. If you put a tape measure like on it from like obviously you know how long the how long's the down ramp? Twelve feet. Twelve feet. Then how long's the dirt? Well like twenty four. So you have a total to like, of... To like flat bottom. So you have a total of 36, 12 yeah. plus 24 is what you're saying, or you have 12 feet of wood, 12 feet of dirt? No, uh, like 36 feet. 36 feet, yeah. So you so could they, potentially drop two without yeah. like landing to flat. Yeah, so you can start really small. You can drop two feet and land on the decking. Yep. And it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. And you could also drop like 12 feet or 20 feet. How far are you going to go, Will? Into the turn? No, not that far. Let me get a triangle calculator far. out and let's see. Yeah. <laughs> but the landing area above what I was talking about is like where the trail slows you down. So you're not going to be going into this very fast mm -hmm. if you so choose. So you have to set up for it. Yeah. The one. Dang, while Will's pulling up his angle calculator, I thought that was nice about it is, is like, as you're coming over the table into it, and did y'all say this already, or, and I missed it, but um, you come over to the table and you can see the wood feature from the side. So you can mm -hmm. see what you're about to go up and get on top of. Mm -hmm. You can see the down ramp and everything, right? To go local pro bridge, the gravelange bridge, and like those, you don't see those until you come up over to the edge and look down it. That's when you land the tabletop and you're coming down to landing about to take the left and you can see the whole thing. Yep. So when you're on top of it, you have already in your head a perspective of what the down ram looks like, mm -hmm. what you're getting into, which is nice kind of like yep. less intimidating of the features. You come up to that edge and they're like, Oh, what's it going to be? I gotta, I gotta look for it. You're like, Oh yeah, I, I can just bloop. So some quick math that I just did in my head, um, on my phone. Mm -hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 if you make if you make it to the dirt that's a seven foot vertical drop okay if you get 36 feet that's 21 vertical feet so sheesh sheesh it's potential to go really big on that drop though the setup is meant to like really slow you down so you're, it's not going to be one you're flying off of yeah that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah that's that potential to be big, especially a couple e-bike cranks on turbo. Turbo, yeah. <laughs> but it was a good one. It was essentially just me and Drew. We had a, a little bit of help on some bridging from Jason, and Blair tried to help, but he couldn't figure out how to use the tape measure. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how'd it go? Um, Tell got the rest of the post in on monday or was that tuesday that we that was monday got the rest of our posts in so three more posts yeah and then we were working on the 
the down bridge. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Wait, we got no, everything was, braced was it, up. Was it five posts we did on Monday? Or was it... How many posts? No, we had the deck done. So just four more posts? Mm-hmm. Or was it six? No, it was four. We put in six. But it was eight total? No. It was ten total. Ten total. We four for the six. bridge. We put in a bunch of posts. Yeah, there's a lot of posts. It was... It has been... How many? Come on now. Let's settle it's on 10 total. I don't, can't remember how many we put this week. I'll have to look back at the photos. But. <laughs> One, two. I think it might have been five that we put in on Monday. So another half of them. Okay. On day three. Mm-hmm. But the most square, not to say the other ones are that far out of square, but almost pretty perfect on square mm-hmm. and level on this one. We did a lot of setup, a lot of double checking. Figured out how to use string lines pretty properly, like mm-hmm. actually making them level and putting the little like stakes far enough away that you don't just have to take the stakes out of the ground and then <laughs> redo the whole thing once you have the whole dug. Mm-hmm. Your uh, whole digging accuracy seemed to get better. It did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, trick it definitely was like uh, kind of starting a pilot hole with the the spud bar mm-hmm. because you're like working on a steep angle and that with like rocks in the ground, the auger just wants to like skip way away from where you want it yeah. when it starts. Yeah. Still think we should get a bigger bit for one of those. Yeah. We still kind of have to like square off the holes afterwards so you have enough like kind of wiggle room and enough room around the post to like actually get concrete on all sides. Yeah. Well, the problem is also with that thing as you classically get farther down, it gets narrower and you keep trying to get it wider as you go down, which means you have to just go wider at the top and farther down. A bigger bit would just start everything bigger. Mm. Well, with the... Post hole diggers, yes. With the auger, it's the same with the whole way down. Yeah. But don't you max out? Like, well, I guess you just keep pushing it down. Yeah, it'll, it'll go like six feet into the ground. Yeah. It'll Maybe, keep going. Yeah, it'll go long ways. You basically just get to the point where, like, the boom of the machine starts going into the ground, then you hit <laughs> your cap. When the yeah. hydraulic lines hit the ground, you're done. <laughs> But yeah, it was a fun, fun, uh, basically week of doing that. It was like three and a half days total. And then we're done mm-hmm. just getting some woodwork in, got really some stuff things out, really thrown together pretty quick. Yeah. Like the, the railing, yep. getting that up. That was pretty fast. Looks good. It again. was like taking what we knew from the last one mm-hmm. and redoing it but better and mm-hmm. faster the last one was good i love the railings on the last one and that's not that but gravel that's such a great bridge in terms of execution for the area and what we needed and everything like that but it's least it's less ridden than what double wide is going to be oh yeah so seeing it like well executed again with the nice like tapered out railings better again with the lower bracing as well which i'm a big fan of the third, like, lower railing down there. Mm-hmm. Like, all that executed better on a trail that's going to actually, like, 
have people really enjoying it. Like it's going to see tires, which is awesome, but it's done yeah. knowing it's going to see a lot of tires and a lot more impact and stuff like that on how it's set up and everything. Yeah. It's done right. Yeah. It's like, I'm it's ha- good. I'm happy with our material choices too. We went much heavier duty than we have gone with yeah. the bridges. Double the posts essentially. I mean, if you're counting per like, foot of deck or of stringer it's probably closer to like triple the amount of posts mm-hmm. and wider um stringers yeah so, the two by eights yeah two by eights versus two by sixes mm-hmm. so real sturdy it it'll hold up mm-hmm. it'll hold up good and that's the idea <laughs> <laughs> but we also got some more stuff finished so we're finished from the road all the way to just in front of the wooden drop. Mm-hmm. Well, Blair, walk them through your finishing thought process from last week moving into this week because it was like a little bass backwards. <laughs> was it? I mean, from like our normal technique. It, uh, yeah. yeah. Like you you had a different process this time. We did flip it up a little bit. We had different weather we were de- we were dealing with. Weird and weather. And when like we started. Like goals and expectations of yeah. when you're going to get it finished and like how to do it all. Yeah. When we started this project, like we've been through most of it fighting different weather. Like we started up upper part with a lot of rain, which kind of started it, right? We were doing what we could do with sections. Yep. And then that's when they kind of started the same way because we started with, like, you were ahead of us. We were still trying to finish middle third while y'all were plowing ahead on that section. I mean, it sat there for a little bit before we got to it. Got some weather on it and stuff, which is, like, that dirt's clay. It's yep. hard It's hard to work. I mean, it was even hard to work with when we got to it once you even knocked the top layer off because you still mm-hmm. hit wet clay layers. And, like, that turn didn't get any water on. It got rained on, but this was, like, a good layer down dirt around it was dry when you hit a wet clay spot yeah and drew would just like pull just like like it's a rock just a chunk of clay out because like like, we can't really work with that no because it's just a chunk of big chunky wet clay in there with other dirt around it so that's like mixed in all throughout it so i was like we got a lot of rain at the middle or like beginning of last week when we were trying to work and we're like chasing like well let's just finish what we can finish which was like hard raking not really messing up turns and kind of just like leaving them and then doing all the like most of finishing work up until like turns. Yep. So we had every flat bottom done, like landings of turn landings of jumps, like rollers. All the, all the rollers, all the stuff finished done, plate compacted, all that stuff done. Cause like you can run plate compactor at different water contents in those flat areas you can work when it's like wetter and stuff like that. A lot easier than you can like a turn. You'll pull a lot more dirt when it's wet. Yep. Like if it's too too wet. If it's too dry, you will too. It's a fine, fine balance, you know. So what did that leave you with this week? So like this week was all turns, which is all the turns, all the turns, (laughs) which is like, okay. And we like, it's funny. Jason didn't get a fully and fully enjoy it. Even though I let him make the decision because we were standing in there at the thing and y'all were still working on the bridge. So we weren't really starting at that area. We were like kind of letting, leaving that. It's like, where do you want to start? He's like, well, the water truck's here already. So let's just start it. Like this is the end of the hose. We can get here to this big berm, which is like the massive 180 turn, the biggest turn, mm-hmm. probably on the mountain at this point. Like, argue me, minus air supply even. Well, air supply. Take air supply out. It's probably the biggest turn. 
the last one on the middle straight might be bigger. It's probably the tallest though. It's like freaking huge. Like out of every berm, including air supply, it's, it's probably the tallest. It's this this big old bowl. <laughs> and that's what Jason, he's like, the hose is right there. He's like, let's just start there and work our way up to the road. And I was like, all right, I, that's fine. Either way is a good answer really. Right. So we're like, yeah. So that's, that's what we started on. That was a day and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a little under day and a half but that was like a day and a half and we're like ah it man it turned out sick though it did turn out good yeah. and i want to see how after it holds after tomorrow's rain but yesterday we got a thunderstorm and i went in and checked in on it because i was like this is just a big old bowl to catch all the water and like it looked perfect did you yep. go look at it i didn't oh man it looked perfect mm-hmm. after yesterday's rain i hope it holds again but it looked perfect like great yeah. um but yeah so we did that one and then when we finished that on Tuesday, like partway through, we went up to the next one, me, Jason, and Josh, basically like probably knocked that out to 90% at the end of the day, Tuesday. So we finished like the biggest one and that's another bigger one that was stacked up. So it's a big 180 into a bigger 180 basically. So those two got knocked down. That one looks really good too. Um, and then Jason was, and that, so that was basically Tuesday, Wednesday, we, Tuesday, we finished that Wednesday, Jason, and I started another turn and Drew and I got to it today where we finished that turn and we go up to the last turn and Drew's like, I'm going to do this one. I was like, look how small this turn is. <laughs> the first turn after the road crossing this tiny little thing. Yeah. I was like, that's going to be like 40 minutes. Like after dealing with like the turns have slightly gotten smaller mm-hmm. as we've gone up the road. Kind of a nice way to do it though. Right? It ended up like, I didn't think about it that way, but like Jason didn't get enjoy it. Cause he only had to work big ones. <laughs> yeah. He did all the hard work, <laughs> but you get up to that last little, you're like, ah, look at that thing. That's nice. Instead like, of like starting the week off with that tiny little, like, Oh, this isn't going to be bad at all. We just knock this one out. Yeah. And then they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. We just, I mean, but it, like, it wasn't like almost a full day and a half on that big boy. And you started out with like, I mean, for you today was what? Like day 11, I think. Yeah. Day 11 straight. Like Monday, probably not like full energy, like a regular Monday, uh-uh. but still you started off the week with like Monday energy mm-hmm. versus like Thursday energy. Getting to that berm would have kind of sucked. Yeah. I would have been like, Drew, <laughs> Drew. <laughs> come man. on hey man hey man come on now well it was funny so even that the big bowl one that we started on monday finished tuesday we got to a point where like i mean it sat there for a while so we're after to scrape we're after to play some dirt fix some holes and stuff like that we pull rocks still and everything you're trying to get jay's like jason dirt in certain areas and it is like the berm is taller than my head so you're trying to like decently place dirt for him to slap into place way above your head yeah and so then like you get to the final berm and you're just like placing it right there at like niche hip height you're like this is easy slap 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 slap, slap. <laughs> <laughs> like me and jason honestly got our process pretty dialed right so like i mean what you do is you just stand up the one person stands on top one person stands on the bottom and like you just throw the dirt and slap it in and like we both got good at watching each other slap pattern. You slap a little too fast, Will. You're a very selfish, like self-focused slapper. You're not paying attention to the person tossing dirt. Slow the cadence down a little bit, and it's a lot easier for someone to get dirt in between each slap pack. I don't need dirt in between every slap pack. <laughs> it's just good. You know, like every third, so you just got to. You're like, da, 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 da. you're like a little rabbit over there. 
Slow yeah, down. Because it's loose dirt and it's sliding down. You <laughs> slap it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but we got really dialed at that process yeah. overall. But it was that big one. You're like, you're tossing it way up there and it's like falling down way farther too. You're like, shit, that sucks. But like, I want to ride that bad boy. That thing looks so fun. I'll probably go get some mud laps on it tomorrow. Just no. test out. No. 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 Straight to jail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a, a good week all around. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. You're not even done yet. So close. like I wasn't even too stressed. I mean, we're close to being caught up to you, but you're still two turns ahead. But you still have a little bit that you're working on down there. Uh, it was like a frustrating day needing the skid steer. Just get moving dirt. Like So I finished the mm. drop, the drop landing. This morning by like 10 a.m. I had the next two berms stacked not finished because of new rain so i'm not gonna finish them right before the rain there yeah get them done on monday and then it's like that last long table on double wide the lip was like maybe two and a half feet tall Mm -hmm. like tiny little thing so i'm dropping the flat bottom down in front of the lip taking all that dirt and throwing it on the sides of the landing, we had a, a drainage issue on the left side where water from um, Senior and Down and Dusty was all running on, the, like, the side of the landing. So, like, a solid, like, six of the landing was just a huge rut. <laughs> Three yeah. to four foot deep rut. Like, you could really hurt yourself in that rut. So, I fixed all that drain in the morning and then... Trying to move dirt from the flat bottom over to the landing and then also trying to fill in this humongous wall that's the right side of the jump because of the way we have built jumps in the past. So it was like just struggle bus of trying to move tons of dirt. Yeah. Yep. Not like the like best. A perfect skid steer application. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do. saw all your scraping. Yeah. When I was down there looking. It was like take a like a, a one foot bucket pass at it mm-hmm. move all that dirt and then take like another foot off with the blade of like the loose stuff and then take a foot down with the bucket again and then yeah. blade it again it was yeah it's much slower with like that so, but i'm close on that i've got like another foot to go and then the lip will be like six feet tall it'll be perfect nice nice so, it'll end up being like a a good actual step up to end the trail on not quite like super stepped up, but like more similar to the bigger tables on um, kids eat free. Kind of what I'm going for with that. So, so we got a lot of dirt to move, but we're close. Some more interest stuff to other progression stuff yep. to eventually get people to air supply. Yeah. Kind of system. Yep. So that's good. We we almost finished the turn right before the drop. I mean, the drop landing's basically finished. You'll do a little soft raking and some clearing some rocks and like quad back that in, but that's not like major work that we have to do for that section. You should have that basically set up to the wood and everything. I haven't even finished it yet. It's just track marks. Is it not? It's you don't have the bucket down there? You're not going back above the bridge, are you? But done no. above? You're done above. Yeah, I'm done above. You Just, could have capped it a little bit better. <laughs> I'll let you try on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> See how you do. <laughs> Isn't it hard? 
it's a it's a weird spot because of how you have to exit that right like you can get get the machine out yeah to get the machine out like you got to think about your exit strategy because you're basically sitting up on this like tall pad so you can get like up to the machine on one side good up to the machine on the other side good and then you come down the side at like an awkward angle and then you've got to reef you got to finish like where Mm -hmm. the machine was in like a different way than you were just finishing so we didn't put down any of the decking paint yet or anything you could test that bridge out with what the machine yeah was the track weight on that you think i didn't do that when i was track biking i track biking right on the bridge <laughs> did you yeah they held it pretty good no i didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> why not <laughs> you don't trust your building what's the track weight on that machine the track weight's like uh, 4,200 pounds, something like that. You think it could hold Wait, it? No. no, that's the little one. No, that's the little one. It's like, it's like 8,000 pounds. You think it could hold it? It could, but we shouldn't do that. It could, but it <laughs> would definitely do some damage to the first deck board. While it's trying to get the weight and up on it. And that deck board is one of the ones holding the railing on. Yeah. Is because it's trying to get that weight up on there. Trying so to it, get that, like that wood tends to, like it'll split the, yeah. the end of the wood. If I've, it was like. Try that on some of the drop-in bridges. Like you just, <laughs> just take them out and don't, don't walk over the wood. Yep. Yeah. We'll move those little guys to the side. I don't think, I think it could easily hold that excavator. I'm not going to try it just for OSHA wise. You just put the but bucket down. I don't think we'd fine. ever, uh, I easily think I could hold that. I don't think we'll ever have 8,000 pounds of riders on that bridge though. Uh, we have some big plans, but <laughs> <laughs> it's not that much like <laughs> deck space to fit that many people. Uh, you know what, dude, we're going to bring the Red Bull DJ truck out. Oh, that'd be sick. That bet it could hold that. Gap over that thing. That doesn't weigh that much. And that would fit what, like 40 people on a 12 by 8 foot deck? Plus the DJ. Plus the Red Bull truck. Yeah. Plus the Red Bull DJ (laughs) truck. (laughs) Yeah. That gets the numbers up real quick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, we're close. I think with. Solid weather will be done like Tuesday. Yeah. Depending on what staffing looks like, but yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. As long as the weather's good. Yeah. But you can't control that. Can't control that. I just want to get some, I want to ride it. This lower, I, I just, just want to ride this lower bit. I'm just going to make whoever's driving shuttle, like just stop at this right here. <laughs> <laughs> right here, right here. And then. Uh, on an e-bike, it's not a bad lot. It's. It's not. I'm going to finish up warranty stuff for my e-bike. <laughs> oh. Is that Bro- funny? Broken bike Barney over here. <laughs> so what's the deal with those rims in your campsite? Yeah, you can get, you can get up on one. All right. Lace it up. Check it for rust. That aluminum doesn't rust, does it? I don't know. It oxidizes. Check it for oxidization. 
Yeah. It, it's probably fine. It's probably it's fine. Probably fine. It looks fine. It it's sounds fine. fine. It's fine. Even a rusty steel room would probably be fine. <laughs> it hasn't been out there for that long. Yeah. It's not steel, though. But, and they're painted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're mountain bike rooms. They're made for the mountain. It's on the mountain. It's Igor's fine. totally going to correct me on some shit in here. <laughs> okay. So then I have a dumb question that may not end up being a dumb question, but does it matter which... Is that a front wheel or back wheel rim? Does that matter? Probably uh, not for those. Typically, it would be a spoke hole difference, if anything. Mm-hmm. If it's a 32 hole, like there, there, there'll be no difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. The only difference would be which way you put it if it's asymmetric. Right. But are those rims asymmetric? They didn't seem like it. They're not asymmetric, then I'll just work. If it's yeah. 32 hole, it's okay. totally fine. Then I might uh, borrow that one for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I got you, man. Heck yeah. Yeah. And then borrow some spokes. <laughs> 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 and some nipples and some uh, thread locker. Yeah. <laughs> just I'll, kidding, I'll, I'll pay it, for I'll, all that. I'll give it back in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just when this, uh, this other wheel fixes itself, ah. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll go back to that. What are those rooms back there, Blair? Uh, Spain. Spain. So if you're ever looking for like hidden treasure at Jay's place, <laughs> don't say that. Don't. That, Blair has got. Okay, I've given enough to the community. Like, there's a there's a RC track back there. There is somewhere. Yeah. At don't the, go back there. But Blair's somewhere at the campsite. It's just like filled with awesome stuff. Somewhere like at so the, many goodies. At my XX campsite, I already got an actual full wheel set, not just a rim. Someone definitely took those, Blair. I know. It fucking sucks, buddy. All right. I'm over <laughs> it already. But I know. I went busting through all of those briars and bushes back there looking for them at one point. I know they got taken. After the burn, though, that's something we haven't talked about is the burn. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, after the burn is like the perfect time to go, go look, look for those again. Wheels. Maybe double check, but I'm pretty positive we just took them. Yep, <laughs> like first weekend took them, <laughs> yeah. which was race weekend. Yeah, it's like oh sweet free wheel set. Yes, man, yeah. these wheels suck. <laughs> Weren't y'all like they were good? What were they? Industry nine. Oh shit, <laughs> I got a good deal on them. I got a great deal on them. Oh yeah, man. dude. Yeah. That was right after y'all moved, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, I know. I forgot about them until like a week after race week, and <laughs> I was like, ah. There's there's so many good like Blair items just all over the place. <laughs> yeah it's like hide and seek you ever go back to your mom's house and just like kind of look through your stuff and like oh yeah, man, yeah. That. that's awesome yeah. <laughs> all the time well not like I, whenever i'm there i like always will go take a little pass through my stuff I'm like ah i forgot about that yep. where do you think this do gyro do- ball came from i know exactly where that came from claire's got this like climbing workout thing for your forearms it's like this gyro ball and he like just appeared here last week i'm like hmm 
Blair must have been digging through his stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got some stuff, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> some stuff I like look at still. I'm like, why have I got rid of that? But then like other stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I held on to that. <laughs> Blair's the type of guy to have a, a storage container in Storage Wars that he's forgot about that he stopped paying the payments on and they're auctioning it off. There's some like, good stuff in there. there. It's in there like, this is some great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's it. <laughs> Should have fucking paid that bill, damn it. Oh man. I can't wait for that episode. On pickers. Blair's not a hoarder. Drew's over there got a great deal on some great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. Man. I wanna see the <laughs> I wanna see the deals. All right, but burn. Yeah, that was crazy. I posted on I posted a picture of like the fire in the background with the fire dozers in the parking lot on you, my personal Instagram. You such a cool song too. Well, that was on the Jared's uh, the boys of Jared's place. Uh, that the, that was... one I like disclosed <laughs> like we're getting a controlled burn at the park. <laughs> on mine, I didn't say anything. It was just like two big old fucking Peterbilt rigs with fire dozers on the back of them with a huge fire in the background in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. I got so many questions like, what's happening? Is the park burning? Like, what is it? Forest fire? Like, I'm just like, should have disclosed that and not had to respond to so many fucking questions. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a controlled burn. Mm-hmm. 25-ish acres is what Josh was saying. It was like 33 total. 30, yeah. It was pretty cool to watch. You could hear it. Yeah. It you could feel crazy. it at one point. When it came by us close to the building, you could feel that heat. Mm-hmm. And it went fast. Mm-hmm. All in it was there there at like nine and they left like right after we got off for lunch. It well, was like their part went five fast, hours total. But it kept burning for a while after that. Oh yeah, for all like the way till the next day. Almost two days after. There's like stumps and big logs in there still on Little, fire. Yeah, smoldering. Crazy. It was cool though. Not like really like burning fire, but just smoldering down. So it didn't do uh more than what we expected or less than we expected what do you what do you feel about it um i don't really know what my expectations were my hopes were definitely higher than the outcome we got mm-hmm. but also don't have any experience in the the burning yeah. of woods i think it cleared out a good bit so like sight lines way better it it really did like clear all the underbrush out. Mm-hmm. Did not kill the briars whatsoever. <sighs> That's that not was what, disappointing. Not whatsoever because it, it's hard because you you walk through there and you still get caught by briars. But there were like batches and massive like groupings of briars before. So yeah. now it probably did get a good bit of them. So it did actually like it's a enough lot of left over where you're still like, grabs you. It. it still grabs you yeah. and you still can't just go like jogging through there. You have to walk slowly and specifically to not get caught. But there were like massive bunches of them before which you just mm-hmm. don't recognize are gone and burned into ash on the ground because they're like the dead ones. And yeah. it's just like the last living ones that are left. Yeah. So it is way better, but it isn't like as good where I was like, man, I'm going to be able to chase chance through there and throw diskies and like, oh, not have to worry about it. It's like walk in there and you still got caught up. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Like it still hurts. And it, it didn't get like the small little trees. I was kind of hoping it would 
clear out a lot of like the very small trees mm-hmm. in there. Like we're talking like inch or less than an inch in diameter. Didn't yeah. get those, but yeah. So that's why I was thinking about putting some hedge trimmers, loppers or whatever, some hand trimmers on near the our starting tee pad for yep. that disc golf course. So if you lose your disc, just go grab those. Yep. Cut a little path. So and it, then eventually over time it'll thin out. Well, we see at courses we play where you like you throw a disc and you go start looking for that disc and there's already beat in paths. Where like mm-hmm. a lot of people in certain holes end up throwing their discs in the same area, yeah. so p- paths do get beat in and cut in and worn in. Where you're like, "Yep, you're like, yeah, that's a very so they just do start wearing thin and then getting accessible over time." Yeah, but the problem is there's also springs coming right around the corner too. So like trying to get ahead of springs somehow, which I don't know what the answer to that is, but now it's like, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it grows back in after the burn. Yeah. Is is the ash and like that stuff on top of the soil, is that supposed to be good for the soil? And I don't necessarily just, I guess, mean in terms of mountain biking, but in terms of like vegetation growth, is that like... It depends. I don't know. It makes it more acidic. Mm-hmm. So I guess it depends on what the base soil is already looking yeah. like. Mm-hmm. And then there's things that thrive in more acidic stuff and mm-hmm. thumbs the things that don't. Because so. that's what is interesting too is like you'd see the dogs running through and it's just right now it's just a layer of black ash just getting and now it's gonna be different after the rain I guess too mm-hmm. yeah um, but it was just like a layer of just black ash it's just dust gray dust just getting kicked up while they're running through the woods and everything yeah it was weird seeing it like that the one you posted where the water like down by the stream was yeah, like the creek yeah it's yeah. like the color difference yeah all like the moss and stuff like didn't burn in there it wasn't like a flowing creek at when it was burning but but it was a break basically it was a break enough of a break mm-hmm. one of the interesting things it did like my little pony um which is up there that it, it still is up there it doesn't exist but there's a bunch of you know tree pockets where all the trees went from the build and uh, most of those like got completely torched we have those all over the mountain, just like pockets of trees from clearing. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool to see. Like they're just gone. Yeah. Like these huge piles of, of um, ripped out little pines and stuff. Just gone. It would be cool to. Like get if you all do that on the whole property, mm-hmm. it would be sweet. Yeah. The problem is wood features, right? Yep. Like we've talked about that. And there's, I guess there's ways you can combat that, right? Like you just, you put a big enough fire break around it to where they're pretty much protected. I mean, they are pretty much safe, I'd say. But they would, you could probably also ask them to be like near there because they are walking around spreading the fire. Yep. Yeah, you could probably have them, like, set a perimeter around yeah. them first before, like, doing everything else. Mm-hmm. Just, like, burning that off so there's, like, very little chance that they catch. Yeah. And then just put Jason out there with a bucket, a five-gallon bucket of water. 
Jason. And a backpack sprayer. <laughs> yeah, a backpack sprayer. I've got a backpack sprayer. A little, weed, a little weed sprayer. He's like fucking fighting off. Dude, the flames, we were watching Still from the smells shop. like Clorox. Like, there were like 20 foot flames coming out of the woods. Oh, yeah. It was crazy. I can those just, were those piles of woods. I can just picture Jason out there, like 20 foot flames above, above his head, just pumping that little backpack spray as hard as he can. Just, <laughs> Go Josh, you got a copy? <laughs> <laughs> Josh, you got a copy? I need a pickup. <laughs> I, need, I need a refill. Hey, where's the shuttle truck out in the loop? <laughs> Hey, get off the radio. <laughs> and then Blair, Jason, I need you to keep the radio chatter down. Uh, Blair, come pick me up. I said, switch to channel 11. You need to keep the radio. The shuttle's running. Keep the radio chatter down. Yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't wrong. <laughs> I, I only do that because I, Jason wouldn't even be on that radio. Jason would have had that five gallon empty. The fire would be out. You like, up, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the next fire? <laughs> That's what y'all are trying to play. And then like I was walking around the corner and a guy goes, all right, who's up? And I was like jogging back. I was me, me, me. And then he was playing like he wasn't going to actually let me play play with his fire thing and everything like that. <laughs> what, did you think he was actually going to let you do it? Like, yeah. Don't ask. Don't ask if you aren't going to let me say <laughs> Someone's going to say yes, better let him do it. He is a badass good old boy, dude. When he tossed that flare, like, that was sick. Yeah. Dude, like, just lit up the flare, like, waited for it to catch, and then just, like, frag out. Like, <laughs> eat it in, in the woods. Dude, yeah. I, I could have done that. It was pretty really sick. That big pile of woods. Yep. Trees. So, that was, was cool. That was a cool one. We should be on the schedule now to get that done. Once a year, if not more than that. So nice. It's good because so less, we're, uh, probably less wood features over there in the phase two area. Yeah. This is where the burn was. In we just got campsites yeah. and just got to build breaks around the wood features if we do wood features. Yep. Yeah. Be smart about the it. The problem is, though, right, is like you saw how they set the perimeter, like all that grass and they burn not in the summertime. They burn when it's everything's pretty much dead. Like all that grass on the edge catches. Like you have wood features. Like the bridge we just built's great. Like right now it'd probably be perfect. You couldn't burn around it, but give it a year, there'll be vegetation all around it. And mm -hmm. then when they go to burn, it'll all be dead. Well, if you plant it, like wood features stay lower, closer to the building, um, in that like that zone, then they burn above it. Yep. So you keep that cleared of trees and you maintain it yourself. And then when it's a little wilder, then your break's basically above like where your pit track is now, a little higher, right? So then they burn above the zone. So you're like wood features are kind of concentrated and protected lower. Yeah. If you do something like that, and then you just burn the trail area and all that above for that section, at least you could plan around it a little, I guess. Yeah. I don't think there's many wood features we'll have mm -mm. in that area anyway. It's that's you'd keep them lower. It'd be like if you had some drops, like a couple wooden drops yeah. or something. Like right, that's where it's going to be anyways. Is a smaller little thing. But we can work around that and mm -hmm. build them differently mm -hmm. to eliminate wood usage. Yeah, that too. Bring in like find some big rocks to bring in and place properly yep. here. Big rocks and suck dirt on them, something like that. But we've been over there a lot lately, um, playing disc golf, but also checking out the land. And 
there's some pretty cool potential for the trails over there and uh there's a big creek that could be crossed and i don't know if you go through it or not but Drew really a wants lot. to cross this creek. Yeah, the creek is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> he, he really wants to. He's like he's been. Yeah, I, I want to cross that creek. Yeah, it'd be cool. But <laughs> there's several creeks up there. Yeah, there's a lot. So a lot of like elevation variation and fingers. What and we stuff. can do. Yeah. Yep, a lot of fingers. We're trying to get like a trail mm-hmm. system going over there, where everything ties in. Yep. So it'll be cool to see what we can do. But we do. If you buy some discs from Druid Discs, they're available in the shop now. 15% goes to supporting and growing the disc golf course that we currently have. Currently looking at expanding from three baskets to six or nine baskets. But we got like a little four hole. Pretty fun. A little out and back. And we play during. Will doesn't play. He's sour. He's, his arms he's saving it for game day. <laughs> the big Thursday match. Can't he can't do much more than once a week? Otherwise, he's gonna throw his arm along with his disc. Got to learn the backhand. Let's look at the sc- scorecard then, player. <laughs> then say it didn't work for you or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, eleven days on, I played disc with Drew at lunch and after work, like every day almost. Like yep. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it is fun playing up there. So. Come play with us. Zach played around. Mm-hmm. Josh played around. Neil played around. Jason's it's, been playing. Jason's been playing. It's fun. Time, time change is about to happen after next weekend, I believe. Which means if you're out riding on the weekend and it's nice weather and you want to throw some discs with us, just ask. We'll show you the four hole. Yeah. Is it an ask and we'll show you or you just tell them no? I mean, you could tell them where it is. It's hard to kind of explain right now. We need a I, better... I think if you... We, so we could do a better job marking the tee pads. Bolton had the painted rocks, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do some painted rocks, and you can do multiple colors, right, for like different tee pads. So you can play reds and then blues and then blacks or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a good way of doing it. Mm-hmm. But you just don't want people accidentally like wandering past where like our last tee is, where you're supposed to come back to the pin, and they're like, "Well, where's it go?" And they're all the way up at the top of My Little Pony, and then the the Fire's going still in their own fire. <laughs> Whoa, Worst bro. case scenario. <laughs> I was yeah. just kidding. Yeah. But I don't know. There's just like a thought where it's not very well. It's established, but not super well established yet, where it might be easier, especially if they just bought a disc. Like, I want to try out disc golf. You can like, at the end of the day, we're going to go play. It's like, you can go play with us, and we can show you the course and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got Plus, some, like, uh... why are you going to go play disc golf at, at, at 2 o'clock when the shuttle's running? Go ride laps. Yeah, definitely. Maybe take a little lunch break, bro. That's fair. What do you do every day at lunch? You play disc golf. Well, that's because they come back and they take a little lunch, play a little disc golf, go back and ride bikes again. Yeah, that's I think fair. it's it'd be a cool camping activity. Yeah, if you're hanging out. Mm-hmm. We we'll have some people playing. I've outside of the crew, we've had some other sales I've made. We've had customers come in like, "Oh, yeah. nice! I want to buy some discs." Majority crew sales so far, though. That's like half and half. I've uh, like, Josh has bought some discs from yeah. me, hasn't he? Zach, Zach has. Zach, Neil, mm-hmm. and Jason. And but I've sold Neil them bought it. some discs too. Oh, Zach, Josh, and Jason yeah. have bought discs from him. Yeah. Um. So Zach now has discs. Mm-hmm. Didn't have before. Josh now has discs. Mm-hmm. Didn't have before. It's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zach just got there today and left them 
<laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, his he's new got this big ass vein and he can't fit two discs. He got his it. new ass. He's like, oh, I left him at the building shoot. He's like, uh, left him at his house. All right, I gotta, I'll get, I gotta go run home, grab my disc, and I'll meet y'all there. And I was like, what? How many discs do you have? Two? Like, no. just come on, buddy. We'll, figure, we'll that. figure that out. We'll figure that out. But now I've sold the two customers randomly. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's almost even. There was some, it might have been Saturday. Maybe Jason was checking someone out. Someone was buying a disc. Uh, like, it's that other little kiosk over there. It was, was it Saturday or Sunday? It was sometime this weekend. Was it Sunday when he was checking Zach out? No, it wasn't Zach. You sure? I'm pretty sure. He doesn't know. I'm pretty sure it was Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't there Saturday, so I don't know. But I know he checked Zach. Drew could look at his sales and figure that out. But. I know he checked Zach out at the end of the day Sunday. And you were there. And you were watching. And you made a comment about it. Mm, what do you define end of the day Sunday? Like 3, 4 o'clock. Oh, that might have been it then. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been Saturday. But someone had to figure out how to use the kiosk anyway, and we made disc golf sales. So. <laughs> I know disc golf sales happened. Oh, they yeah. do happen. Uh, I got a call from Blair while I'm out playing disc golf. He's like, uh, that was ringing, up a, ringing up a disc. It's zero dollars, so should I just give it to him? <laughs> I was like, mm. I don't think so. He's like, well, change the price. <laughs> I was like, it is for Zach. <laughs> <laughs> but we got that all dialed up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll happen sometimes. Buy your discs from Drew Discs. Yep. Someone can help you. What, brand, what brands you got in there? Got some Discraft, some Dynamic Disc, Latitude 64, and Westside. Pretty decent beginner stuff. There's a, a lightweight driver in there. Uh, is uh, it a driver or is it mid range? No, it says driver. It's it a five speed driver. Yeah, lightweight five speed driver. It's well, like 132. There's a yeah. whole light, uh, light speed, lightweight set down there. Is it just drivers or is it also mid range as well down and then the same like lower rack? Uh, Those are just like a starter pack. Uh, with the putter mid-range no i meant like the ones above that though because i thought that was like aren't those ones you're talking about like the x fusion or something on the bottom row that are like oh like the i think they're sorted by brand for the rows oh that was all discraft stuff at the bottom it's like stratus and is it the the Putter ones with the mm-hmm. weird groove in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, yeah. Mm-hmm. GT Challenger or something. Banger. Yeah. yeah. That one of the ones I sold to Zach. It's the Banger GT. The Banger GT. The banger GT. Soft the Banger GT. Yep. Mm-hmm. Soft Banger GT. It has soft grip to Does it. Does Simon throw that one? I don't think so. No, he's an MVP guy. Yeah, MVP, for yeah. the past two years, big MVP guy. <sighs> Most valuable player. Hell yeah. 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 Blair doesn't throw those because he's not that. <laughs> I've only thrown the glitch for like basically a week and a half straight. Really? 
in the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, we've only played at Jared's place. Glitch only rounds. Glitch yeah, only. That's for all like, he's had. <laughs> for like basically, I've had my other discs in the van. I just don't want to throw them up on those rocks and everything like that. Yeah, we got to figure that out. Oh, uh, it's not that bad, but like glitch is good practice too. It kind yeah. of is similar. Um, calls out your shot. Kind of. It calls out your shot very specifically. Like whatever you throw, it will show you. Um pretty clearly i think which is nice to see but um and our holes aren't really that long i can mostly snag par with the glitch if not birdie still on most of our holes mm. so it's okay yeah. it's pretty chill yeah pretty chill yo have a good time yep the so roughs the, are rough but yeah. not so rough the roughs anymore, are rough except one side but basically i hadn't <sighs> i hadn't thrown anything but like the glitch in like a week and a half so throwing like the day, I was like, felt okay, but I banged some che- trees, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. Back to turning mode, missed some mandos, banged some trees, shot plus nine, got some birdies. Stuck some birdies in there. Hole 18. Shoo! Yep. That was a good birdie. That Solid good birdie. butt on that one. Yep. But it still was at plus nine. That'll happen. Yeah. No, the. No, there were some doubles in there. Yeah, right there. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say no doubles, but no, uh, yeah, that would have yeah. been a lie. Yeah, yeah, there were some dubs. Yeah. I I started with a double bogey. I even took the bogey when I was looking at y'all and missed a putt from like two feet away. <laughs> that's when I was like, <laughs> we're counting that. Yeah, I was like, ah, that. that sucks. <laughs> so did the guy respond to your message on Facebook or... Are you going to go play in the rain at Haywood tomorrow? Uh, I said we are still thinking about coming out. And he said he was there today as a recording, getting stuff ready, and he would be there tomorrow. So that's all he said. So, Man. I can maybe... Put a rain jacket on? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I like. I don't know if I like discs that much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's fair. Yeah. I know. I'll see. We'll see what the weather does tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Maybe another day. Rain check. (laughs) Literal. (laughs) The pros are going to be there, and they're going to want to see my throw. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see what the weather does. Yeah. It's probably a good thing. You need to leave those trees alone out there. You're putting some abuse on them. One of the holes on the back, I had a nice line, and I powered through a branch where it knocked my shot down, but that branch ain't going to be there next time, and I got a clear <laughs> shot for it. So you're going to hit that same line? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just repeat it. Nice. But that branch is cleared out now. Mm-hmm. Like, I knocked it clear. Now it'll go. Torqued that bad boy. <laughs> Took it right off the tree. That's silly. Shannon's good. I'm like a little, I'm trying to try some new shots on different holes because I, I like the repeatability of Shannon, but then you get caught trying to do the same shot. And sometimes you just have to be like, why am I trying to do that shot? That's something I tried three months ago because mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Right. Like now I just got to stop trying to do that stupid stuff and like <laughs> play smarter. Like, and it's not like I'm fully executing on that, but I feel like I'm at that point now where I'm like, mm-hmm. Look for different lines. Yeah, trying different stuff a little bit instead of just what I started trying when I first was learning disc golf. And it's not like I've progressed that much. My shot's gotten better, and so I was like, I have to think about it differently. Yeah. But it's also just so known and so repeatable because it's right there. 
Yeah. That's definitely our most played course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think uh, my U-Disc has like 20 plus on that one. On that course. On which course? Shannon. Yeah. Quite a few. I don't know how many times I've played Shannon. How do you find that out? Just go to the Shannon course. My phone's over there. Played it 12 times. Pretty good. Yeah. What's your highest course, you think? Shannon. Hmm. I can't pull up my stats because I don't have UDIS Pro. Wow. Only Blair does. Yeah. You want, me, you want me to pull up your stats for you? Can you? No, probably not. <laughs> that's I wouldn't anyways. I would charge you. That's an extra premium feature. I only have 33 rounds tracked on U-Disc, so. Where do you? And 12 of them are at Shannon. Do you have to go to the course, or how do you see it? Yeah, go to the course, and I'll show you. I've played Log Cabin four times, and the Wind Shape three times. I got 17 rounds at Shannon course. Sheesh. Shoot. <laughs> I got one round at Tryon. You've never played Tryon. Uh-uh. That course sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I lost two discs out there. At Tryon? Yeah. Did it suck as it sucked or did it suck as y'all sucked? Uh, There were some sucky shots. It's just so just flat. It's just long wide and open. flat. Mm. Wide open. You need to, we need to go play Highland. Highland was good. You'd like yeah. Highland. It was fun. Highland was we should good. go ride Highland sometime. I'll rent you a bike. Okay. <laughs> Definitely the same place. Two different Highlands. I'll power wheelie everything out there. I'll fucking show you how to do it. Hell yeah. I'll put both contacts in for that. <laughs> Sheesh. That's like x-ray vision. Are you still just running one? Did yeah. you just get contacts? Yeah, so, I, had, I had to explain this to someone recently. Oh, you're like, extending that one? No, I just got contacts like, what's February? It's into February. It's February 29th. It's leap day. We talked about this as being a podcast. So yeah. almost over two months ago, I got contacts. When I got those contacts right, I'd lost the right contact. And I was running hard on the left for like a good three weeks straight. Um, So I got... The new samples, and I put, I took the left out when I did the eye test. The right had been out for like three weeks. Um, so I got new contacts out, which means like left had come out, and then the sample went right into the left, and right had a nice breather. Mm -hmm. um, so now, here, like two weeks ago, I lost my left contact. So that's flippy floppy. So now I'm just running right eye only now, flipping over to left eye, letting it get its breather in. And then here soon, I'll pull out the right. <laughs> And start them both. What? <laughs> what? Are you, so I I'll, get like, I'll get like two or three days where they, <laughs> I have no contacts in for like two or three days. Let them both get a catch up breather to like even out a little bit, and then I'll put I'll put a fresh pair in on both. I'm like, yeah. So I know you guys don't follow Supercross, but this past week you don't like that, Drew. There's a guy that's awful. And the 250 Austin Forkner crashed really bad yeah knocked himself out for like six minutes broke a couple vertebrae or like the things off the vertebrae in his shoulder and all that and he posted a video like explaining it 
and he had lost his contact like right in the beginning so his depth profession so maybe you could reach out to him and give him some advice on living with one contact and like give him the training tips and everything like that yeah just like Hmm. suck it up just wear one contact it's fine you don't need both you don't it's all right it's fine it's it needed to air out the left eye a little bit. It needs some breathing. It needs some oxygen. It yeah. Need, it needs to smoke a little oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> some of that regular air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it'll be, and then I'll probably put a contact in for this weekend. Take out the right, get a fresh one ready. Are you just going to cycle just one? No, no, no. After this week, then this weekend's the a necessity. Other. I kind of got behind schedule on the airing it out. So this weekend's mostly like I need good vision for TTC so I don't die. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, I'll take them both out, keep the left eye, air out both eyes, no contacts for like three days, and then get a fresh righty and put them both in. I don't, I'm not an expert on contacts, but isn't there like contact solution that you're supposed to be like using and stuff like that so it doesn't like fuck up your eyes and all that? So like you started this and conversation like, with is you're not an expert on contact. So <laughs> what's the fucking matter? What do you have to say about it? <laughs> Someone out there will know. Like, uh, leave us a comment on the Instagram if Blair's contact use is correct or look, not. Like, look. How often no. do you take out your one contact when it's in? Normally I wear two contacts. <laughs> you haven't for like the last six months. Bro. <laughs> uh, 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 no, no. No, no, no. I wore two contacts. And, you missed and, the, that. and the one that's in, how often do you take it out? You missed that part of the conversation where I wore two contacts. Like a couple months? Since I got my new prescription up until like two weeks ago. So that's like two and a half or a month and a half, almost two full months that I had two contacts in. And I don't take, I take them out it's every like month or two. you had x-ray vision. I take them out every month or two. Aren't you supposed to be taking them out like every day? Yes. Night every night, yeah. You wear them during the day, right? When you're doing stuff, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, every night, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's fine. But maybe if you took them out every night, you wouldn't have to air your eyes out for three days. (laughs) (laughs) This is a catch up air out. Oh my god, it's just a little catch up. It's fine. Blair's got like perma-stoned eyes because his eyes are just like infected. <laughs> no, no, no. They check out whenever I Dude, get the like... the vision's gray right now. It's a full peak. <laughs> I can see like half of what's in front Dude, of me. They oh take the God. big old pictures. They do the old eye test. It checks and out. And this is why Blair uses vibe-based driving. <laughs> <laughs> I will say my mom loved the vibe-based driving. <laughs> yeah, but that's so your mom drives. <laughs> She's probably like, yeah. <laughs> Dang. Uh, well, so like what's funny is, is I, I might, I thought I may have told y'all this story, but even I remember. So like, this is just a random quick checkup for eye contacts. I've done this one other time where like the eye doctor was in there and she's like, all right, so you wear contacts? I was like, yeah. She's like, are you wearing contacts right now? I was like, I have one in. She goes, Okay. <laughs> well, we'll do the we'll do the eye test. Okay. We'll do the eye test with just no contacts if you just want to take that one out. So I gotta take that one out and like I'm sitting there for like 30 seconds <laughs> trying to take that one out and it's like, welded to your eye. No, no, like it fell out probably previously. It wasn't in there anymore. So. <laughs> you lost it in your eyelids. 
is behind no his way. eyeball. <laughs> so I just have to, like, after 30 seconds to try to find it, I just look at it. I was like, I don't think I have any yep, in right I, now. I got it out. Are you sure? <laughs> no, I just don't yeah, yeah, yeah. It just starts floating up uh, during the test when she's staring at your eyeballs. No, I just told her, I was like, no, I don't think I actually have that one in anymore. And she looked at me like I was even stupid. Like, you don't know if you, you do or you don't know if you have a contact. And I was like, uh, oh my I God. Don't know. <laughs> uh, oh it's my. fine. My vision's like, I, that's the thing. Even my the eye doctor this time was just some bullshit. America's best, like, sell us on your membership because they wanted to just keep keep sending you marketing advertisement. Come back next year for your government mandated insurance based eye check. It's stupid. <laughs> but he was like, like, Your vision's not that bad. I was like, I know. That's like, why I don't wear contacts. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't worn contacts in my life. It's like it's not like Drew. Drew's like walking into walls when he's not wearing his glasses or contacts. Like it's, I'm not like that bad or anything. Mine's it- pretty bad, but I don't walk into walls. <laughs> I just made that up. But, but no, mine mine's not that bad. So like contacts are like really like just an enhancement. Life's okay if you don't have them. You want to know it's weirder? So my friend Stephen and Ryan and their sister all have pretty similar um, prescriptions. No astigmatism. So they'll just share contacts. Mm. Like, let me get one of your contacts. And you give them a left. And then their, her, her, his left will match, like, her right when mm. they were younger. Yeah. They just take a fresh, like, a, a fresh contact or whatever. They just, like, hand off contacts. And I was like, how does that work? And they're trading. Like, prescriptions are pretty close. <laughs> end up with like three rights at the end with it the left. Like it's just left and right is just specific to you, really, right? Mm-hmm. So like, doesn't really matter as long as it's the, yeah. But the if number. you're handing off your lefts, well, yeah. But then we gonna, get some rights back over here. Then. Yeah, exactly. But it has to work out some way. Yeah, because they're the end. They're young teenagers, and their mom just bought them all, so it didn't matter. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah. I'm out. But I have 20 left, but I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't wear contacts or glasses or anything, do you? No. When's the last time you had your eyes checked? I don't know. Probably the last time I had a concussion. Mm. How do you know if you need glasses or contacts? Maybe you need just one. Maybe I do. Maybe we get that x ray vision. Maybe. <laughs> It'll show you all those Blair race lines. Jeez. Mm-hmm. This fast line. Yeah. So we're going to TTC this weekend. Mm-hmm. Me and Blair are. Mm-hmm. Drew's coming to cheer us on. No. Not cheer us on because hey. Blair has paid the exorbitant price that Downhill Southeast charges to sign up for one of their races. I mean, not saying it's right or wrong, but it is an expensive. It is an expensive weekend. It is three days. Shuttles included all three days. Shuttles included all three days. Of course, don't get to ride the rest of the year. Mm-mm. I mean, I, you might be able to go like you can self shuttle it. Yeah, yeah. But going out there for the experience, so players, you know, signed up for the race, but is not going to race. Mm-hmm. Everyone's telling me I'm going to race. I'm like, I'm not going to race. I won't even bring my bike on Sunday. You know what I mean? Your practice laps in on Sunday. I might. I might get those in. Yeah, like two hours of practice. I mean, I was probably going to show up Saturday, do the track walk. Be like, that's a that's a lot of money to pay to walk downhill, guys. That's think, all we I get. Track walk was today, bud. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> I really just wanted to hike the trail. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to send it. Yep. Not really. I'm going to look at some of those features and be like, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what it looks like in person. I just yeah. want to see it and check it out and shuttle vibes on Saturday. And Yeah. Are you actually going to ride it, Will? Actually, Are you going to race it? I mean. Yeah. I'm not paying. It cost me $181 and I think like 36 cents. Dying. I'm I'm going to race it. I'm not <laughs> not paying that to not get my time. Get your time, man. Might as well, if I'm paying that much, might as well see how slow I am compared to actual fast people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see. It'll be fun. Yeah. I said it earlier, the weather's going to be great. I'm pumped on that. Yeah. So I think Kyle, Kyle's going up tomorrow, he said. Alfonso's going up tomorrow. Randy and Steve headed up already or headed that way. I, just, yeah. I saw Steve posted on Facebook as camper. I haven't decided up. yet. I might go up there tomorrow, just spend a couple laps, try and check it out. But All rain, baby. not going to like matter at all because Saturday is going to be completely different and Sunday is going to be completely different again. Mm-hmm. I know. Once I destroy that track on Saturday, you're gonna have to refigure it out Sunday morning Hell with yeah, practice. Dude. Hell yeah, brother! Fist bump on that. Someone call the ambulance. Really? Who knew? We need to be worried about Alfonso because he loves blowing off the top of berms. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said earlier. I wasn't gonna call him out again because we did on Instagram so many times already. I feel like. But I was like, if you think someone's not gonna ride there, someone's gonna ride there, and it's probably gonna be Alfonso. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got yeah. I, I got a good one from this past weekend. Uh, I told you this one, uh, Luis Morales. Oh yeah, one of the one of my outspoken teammates for this year. <laughs> he was like at the top of one of the laps right before the race on Sunday. He's like, "Will, like, kind of an angry tone." He's like, "Will, you have to make the fucking jump into the road longer." I was like, "Huh? Like, it, yeah, it could be a little bit longer." He's like, "No." I jumped over the berm into the ditch. <laughs> so there's like the double lip hip into the into uh, the whoop straight. Yeah. He like was struggling to clear it. So he went as fast as he could and jumped like too far right, like over the side of the berm into the ditch. Oh, oh, it's, <laughs> oh. it's a fine slow speed. Like kind of step up out on that. I was like, next lap, brake check a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's we've we talked about it because it's like it was one he tried it a bunch didn't get it right so it's what I I've gone that line that he's talked about and didn't go that far before but when that line but it's because you go really really hard in the turn because you're like I need all this speed and you pop out of the turn and you aren't paying attention to how you need to actually like carve back left mm-hmm. so you come out with all this speed and you're just shooting straight right across it yeah and forgetting about the fact that you're actually jumping into a left-handed turn mm-hmm. and if you ignore that fact you're gonna Miss that jump and end up in the drainage ditch. Yeah. Because the trail goes left and you went right. But <laughs> he was all right. Yeah. I, that jump could be longer, but there's no room to make it longer. Yeah. It is just sandwiched in between That's two berms that one's blocked by the road, the other's blocked by simple green. So, yeah. So, it is where it is for now. Brake mm-hmm. check and style it out a little bit. Yeah. You got to flow with it. Yeah. That is a weird thing, though, about, like, racing double wide is, like, you end up going way faster than what you're usually carrying, and you find out that some of those jumps you can send a little bit too far. Probably a lot of them. 
Yeah. I guess there's not too many jumps to begin with. Not that many. That one you can, that he overjumped, and then the one after the road crossing you can. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, could, sure. I could overjump that one. And my, my but if you go speed. low side lip over onto the uh, high side landing mm-hmm. on the one after the road crossing, it's like perfect at super fast speed. Just giving up your race lines. I showed that one to Aiden, and he didn't like it. He still took far left all the way. Really? Yeah. I feel like setting up wider for that burn would be pretty good. Yeah. Probably what got you tied. Yeah. Also, like, the um, the little exit to Senior, never gone fast through that. That <laughs> right? was kind of weird to, like be pedaling through and then you've got that tight short left with like a tree on the inside that mm-hmm. if you're railing that corner you're going to hit that tree mm-hmm. it's tight right there and it's like duck and then jared was standing right there at the road to block the trucks and i think he said it to everyone every person he's like slow down <laughs> <laughs> as you're sprinting across the road, slow down <laughs> caught me off guard did you slow down? No. <laughs> no. He was probably just talking to the truck. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's good heckling, though. Yeah. When you catch someone off guard, that's job well done on the heckling. Mm-hmm. Caught you out. Yeah. Well, is that all we got? Let's see. Got the fire, got the double wide updates. Mm-hmm. Got one more week. Weekends. Let us get it ready. Should be ready next weekend, we hope. Yep. Yep. Big difference. Coming out to the park if you're not going to TTC this weekend. It's going to be a nice weekend. going to be a nice weekend. Park's going to be awesome. Come get some more laps on that section of Double Y that is open. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, all right then. Okay, you. Okay, you. Okay, you. Okay, you.